welcome to the 15th episode of Highly Heard, the podcast where two best friends hip each other to new music, break it down from a slightly skewed musician's perspective, and record it just for you. My name is Rowan Smith. With me, as always, the ever-talented singer-songwriter, Miss Sybil Chanel. Sybil, how the hell are you tonight? I am fucking fantastic, bro. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Uh, we had some really good music this time around. And you know what? I, I, uh, I was listening back to the last episode we did. Yeah. Those records, man. Or not the the last episode, but the last records, the records from the last episode. Okay, okay. So fucking good, man. Both of those albums were so good. I'm so glad we did those ones. Uh, but then to be able to do this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, the record I... you gave me this week was uh, Yusuf Kamal, Black Focus. Yeah. My God, so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. We'll get into it, but what did I give you this week? You gave me Jamiroquai, A Funk Odyssey. Yes. Yes. A Funk Odyssey. Well, let's, uh, let's do a, a Rochambeau, see which one we're going to talk about first. On go. Ready? One, two, three, go. Okay. One, two, three, go. Ah, oh. all right, you pick which one you want to talk about first. Um, I really like that Yusef Kamal album. Yeah, so. Yusef Kamal. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's talk about that one. The Yusef Kamal album, Black Focus, 2016. Boop. London-based jazz power duo uh, comprised of Yusef Dayez on drums and Kamal Williams, a.k.a. Henry Wu on keys. How did you find this record, Sybil? Confession. Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> um, honestly, right. bro, I um, I don't recall if this like came across Spotify or if it was an NPR find mm-hmm. or I don't I don't recall. I just know that I came across uh, the song. Um, uh, what's the there's an R song on there. Remembrance. Yes. Yeah. I just know that I came across Remembrance. Remembrance is dope. And the drums pulled me in mm-hmm. and I was stuck from there. I heard that song and then of course once I heard that, I had to do a little bit of Google, a little research, yeah. find out more. Found um actually I I came I came across them before the album dropped. So I had to wait for the album to drop and then the album dropped and I just lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, well, these guys have both been doing things for a while. Dez is a drummer for the Afrobeat band United Vibrations, and uh, Williams is apparently a well-known producer and keyboard player and drummer, um, who has issued a series of 12-inch singles under his given name. So I guess he's been doing his thing for a minute, both of them. And apparently they came across each other at a few gigs back in the mid-2000s, kept in touch, and then eventually this record Put was born this project and together man i'm so glad you threw me this record it's so good the first song i want to talk about is uh it's a rather long tune i don't know if we'll get through all of it we may have to we may have to cut it short but it's because it's like a nine minute opus it's called strings of light great song
Black Focus from 2016. Uh, real quick, I want to list off the players on this record because they've got quite a few guys that sat in with them. But oddly enough, like it's on a very small level. You know, the the biggest parts of this group are those two. They are yes. obviously center stage. This entire brand of jazz that they're doing is entirely rhythm based. Yes. It's like they get the groove going with the drummer and then everybody else figures out just plays around. Right, like on, over that on top the, of right, that. Right, but the drums are the main focus, the drums and the keys and sometimes the bass line, but beyond that, beyond the rhythm of it all, like guitars, horns, all used very very sparsely. Yep. Uh Real quick, I just want to list off some of these players. Uh, Mansoor Brown on guitar. Kareem Diaz on bass, probably a family member, I'm guessing. As well as Tom Dressier on bass, it looks like. Shabaka Hutchings on sax. Yusuf Kamal drums, percussion, primary artist. Yafris Valdez on trumpet. Gordon Wedderburn doing a, a spoken word. And Henry Wu uh, is the AKA of the other member of the group, the keyboard player, composer, Fender Rhodes, producer, and synthesizer. It's a long list of people for an album that is so... That is, that is obviously and, and, and deservingly focused uh-huh. on two elements right? and like driven by one main element. Let me put it this way. When I first heard it, I was surprised that somebody was actually playing it because it sounds like one of those old program uh, beats from like, you know, the house because days, so from, in the, from the breakbeat days. Because he's so <clears throat> in pocket. Man. Because it's so... He is so goddamn good. He gets his head going, man. This yeah. cat is bad. This cat yeah. is bad. But this brand of jazz that they're doing, this rhythm-based jazz, uh, you can tell too on this album, uh, sometimes the songs just kind of drop in, in the middle of the song almost as if they've been jamming for a while and recording all of it and then they're like this one part would be cool to have a friend on (laughs) Uh, case in point the song wing tie drums yo i love this song this was my ringtone for a while yeah i want to play this tune this one's interesting and if you if we're going to play it from the very top and listen when it drops in it just fades in in the middle of the groove yep it's all it's like groove in progress right Anyway, check it out. This is uh, Wing Tie Drums from Yusef Kamal, 2016 Black Focus. so good yeah it's dude. so good and this one song is only what a minute yep it's the shortest song it's like on a the minute album long 
It's so good, man. I, and then it ends like in some weird choppy little way with some other things, like other samples. But, uh, I mean, what an amazing little chunk of a jam to share with us. You know, the only reason it made it on there is because he was feeling himself right there. Like that. Oh, that was, that that was, was that was a total like jam. My man was in the groove. My man was, that was, he was like in his element. He was in the zone. He was totally in the zone. Right. Cause they kept, they kept things that if it were like an intended recording, they it, like yeah. they kept things that would have been removed because they kept him grunting. Oh, yeah. And the, ah, oh, yeah. You know, Which I is, love that. It's a throwback. I love that. But it's a throwback to like old school jazz back when you knew it was all recorded in one room. I was thinking the same thing. I was, it, it, yeah. it totally gave me like listening to old Keith Jarrett mm-hmm, albums because mm-hmm. he was definitely a, a musician who would like say shit or like make noises as he played in those live recordings of him. Yeah. You yeah. just hear him like stomping his feet. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh. I love <laughs> it's that also shit. Why I like I like live recordings in general for that very reason. Like to hear the little, you can hear the little imperfections. You can also hear the differences between the recorded stuff and the live stuff. But mainly the energy and hearing the musicians communicating with each other through a series of grunts or like you know getting each other's attention with a little a little a little noise or whatever it is but like cueing everyone and feeling what you're doing you can hear the piano player singing his solo you can hear the drummer counting people off and cueing everything you know it's a it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing i agree i love this record and i'm so glad you gave it to me i'm so glad you like it i really do man i bought it like I paid hey. money for it, I threw money down on the table, and I bought this hey, record. I'm so glad you dug it. Uh, and and I would urge everybody out there to check out more of these guys. Now, granted, there's not a lot of variation in some of these grooves. It is very groove based. They they sit in the groove and they fucking grind that thing till it's dead. True. But but they make it interesting. They make it interesting, and it's always a good. It's always a good groove. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and agree. The uh, the thing that changes is the rhythm. If you, you know, he'll find his groove, but then every, you know, I I don't feel like any two measures are the same. I feel like when the groove might be getting a little bit stale, the rhythm will switch up a bit. Uh, And also with the sparseness of the other elements that they bring into it, it keeps it relatively interesting without having to, you know, go all out on a jazz odyssey, right? You can just sit in the pocket and groove with it. I I feel like it is a bit of a jazz odyssey, though. You think? I do, because this album will take you somewhere. Each, oh, yeah. Each, it's like the collected, the, the, the collective. No, I'm talking about like the, and I, and I feel you, and you're right. I, I completely agree. Okay. What I'm saying is like, uh, like really intricate chord changes and and like a hundred different changes throughout the tune to where mm. there's no two forms the same. Mm. Okay. And, okay. You know they find a groove and they sit in that motherfucker. They do. They and do. they you know it'll vary slightly from bar to bar or from measure to measure, but by and large they're sitting in that groove and they're just riding. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's all I'm saying. No, I agree with you. It does take you places. I mean this this record is very evocative, as we like to say. Indeed. Uh, the last tune on this record I want to talk about is called Lowrider. Thank you. 
called Lowrider from Yusuf Kamal's uh, Black Focus from 2016. This song we were just talking about reminds me of the record that I gave you for this mm. episode. I, I totally get that. A it, little bit. It, it gives me that feel. You mm-hmm. are you are mm-hmm. right. Yeah. It is reminiscent of that. It is. A little bit funky disco kind of thing. But these guys, the chord changes in this one, I really dug because they're not intuitive. It's not like... You know, it's it's a it's a very cool decision that they made to use the chords, like the, that little chord progression that they had yeah, there. It's a yeah. very cool decision to do those chords. Uh, it wasn't the obvious choice, you know, like a, an, obvious disco, a, a, an obvious disco an obvious disco arrangement. Uh, they threw in some really interesting things, but yeah, this guitar player riffing over the whole thing. Yeah, they it's threw like, in some, that, that guitar makes yeah. a huge difference. Yeah, it's great. This is definitely one of the more lush sounding songs that they have on the record. Yes. As far as like instrumentation. Yes, and it layers. is. I agree wholeheartedly. I do. I'm sitting here as this as this song is playing. Oh I'm yeah. Like digging it. Because oh, you're right, man. it's good. It moves. It, it really d- it, moves. It does, it moves. But it does have a Jamiroquai feel, darling. <laughs> now that it does. like once you said it, I yeah. couldn't I, I can't disagree with you because the album that I have, this song would fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would totally fit. Yeah. But this right here though switches this right it up. Here, this, drums, this right here this switches cat, the game man. though. Look. Yeah, this part changes the game. Yeah. And now I'm gonna have to sync it up with this so that Shit. we know that it's right on top okay. of that. But that's fine. Yeah, uh this tune really made me happy. This was one of the ones where I got super excited about the album and it's also called lowrider i mean it's kind of it's just kind of hip from from the jump right and the bass is the bass on this is nice too let's let's admit that too let's look you know it's it's called lowrider we'll acknowledge the bass on this tune look. the bass on this tune is nice homie is homie's fingering oh. is dope <laughs> yes <laughs> you giggle every time i say that but you know trump uh tom dressier dressier d-r-i-e-s-s-i-e-r yeah Tom. yeah Tom look Tom I apologize if I butchered your name but you're fucking dope kid yeah yeah this whole record top to bottom really made me happy really I'm so made me glad happy. man this song is a great slip around in the socks mm-hmm. dance around the house on mm-hmm. the floor type of thing oh I have been yeah I have been yeah, yeah. absolutely that's definitely happened in my so home so look uh, if I had to grade this album Sybil this album gets an Come A on. plus for modern Woo-hoo. look Modern jazz, bringing back the funk, but like with a with a serious, with a serious focus on the rhythm, and uh, man, for good reason. Like this cat, this record, this group. I'm Thank really you, really happy that Yusuf you Kamal are is feeling shit. this way about yeah. this album. I haven't even spoken much as you talked about this album. It's not the whiskey because I just wanted to hear your feedback, and I'm really happy that you're. I'm so looking excited. at the waveforms now, and it's just been me sucking yeah, this album's no. dick. That's what I'm saying. I'm so <laughs> glad. I'm so happy that you're like, yes. I don't want to say shit. I just want to mm-hmm. let you talk, and like, just tell me how you feel. What is this album for you? You this bought the damn thing. You're it. digging it. You just admitted to dancing around in your socks. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Now this is a good record. I put it on. I had a lot of uh, graphic design client work to do this week, and I've been rocking this record. Yeah, man. Rocking this record in preparation for the show, but also because I really like it. It's a it's a, it's really a mover. Good record, it's man. a really it's a really well done album. Thanks for hipping me to it. I mean, My pleasure. All right, bro. so I give it an A plus. What are you giving it? Fucking right, you know I give it an A plus. Yeah, Yusuf Kamal, ladies and gentlemen, get familiar 
Yeah, this 2016. Group. Young Cats. Yeah. Young Cats. Bringing it back. I love it. I love it. Anyway, all right, Sybil. Um, what record did I give you this episode? So you gave me uh, Jamiroquai, A Funk Odyssey. Yes. Um. So first things first, where'd you get this album from? How'd you find this album? Uh, I had been following Jamiroquai for a long time, and I knew he was putting out a new record. So I went and bought it the week it came out. Um, and Back uh, in the days of still buying the back CDs. in the days of still buying cds my and roommate you had to cop it when it was like yeah. there like immediately like i gotta get it and you got, read got liner notes it. yeah you read went, all yeah, the liner all, notes yeah. and shit uh but yeah i went and picked it up and uh i remember it wasn't what i wanted it to be because it was it wasn't as uh organic sounding as some of his other stuff like his other stuff you could tell it was like I don't know, a bit more funky. And then he puts out this record that's called Funk Odyssey, and it was like all disco. Hella disco. Hella disco. Hella disco. It has... In 2001. In 2001. And it has become one of my favorite records in his discography, just because it's so unabashedly fun. It's just ridiculous and fun. But... uh, What's the first tune you want to talk about? Well, first, before we get into the tunes, yeah. let me just let's let's let me backtrack and say this is uh, we're talking about again Jamiroquai, a funk odyssey, two thousand one release. Um, I think that the day that this album was released is important, so I'm going to mention the date. When did, what, when did this record come out? What day? this this record was released on what is probably considered one of the worst ill fated days of uh-huh. American history. Uh, September 11th. Oh, you're kidding me. 2001. So, so Jamiroquai yes. put out a funk odyssey on September 11th, 2001. 2001. Right. Oh, I can't imagine that went well. Well, I will only say that I can't in my imagine opinion. That, that like people were out buying. Nobody thought about Buying no, records. Not at all. No. But I will say I find that that is amusing and also... Very fitting because uh. um, I feel like this album is a bit of a bomb. But oh, really? I, yeah, that's too bad. But, I thought I thought this record was fun. But we'll get into it. The first song I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm first of all I'm going to talk about the songs that I found something to like about. Okay. 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 Sure. So I'm going to talk about. Uh, let's start with "Corner of the Earth." Okay. Sunlight comes free 
Okay. Corner of the Earth, one of the songs that I skip on this album, actually. So here's why I'm mentioning this song. It's what a, I like about it. It's a very pretty it. tune. It starts out gorgeous. The music is pretty to me. I like yeah, this music the, is beautiful. The, uh, the samba, the, the, the old school jazz samba mm. feel to it. I love also that, like that the, like, touch. The, the Lawrence of Arabia beginning, that, that really big orchestral opening. It was very interesting. And then he starts talking about hummingbirds and and it just gets a little too it gets a little too saccharine. Well, a little too sweet. This it this entire album. Yeah. is covered in simple syrup <laughs> and Velveeta. Um, Absolutely. But, I will agree. I will agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I appreciate the samba the, the jazz samba feel. Um there's something about the lyrics that I like. What are the lyrics you like? Um, the first verse, I think, for some reason, I think it's kind of cute. There's some cute moments in it. Mm-hmm. For some reason, deep within the the hippie in me, yeah. the whole thing about um, nature's got me high and it's oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's... I'm one with this eternal sure, universe from death until rebirth. It is beautiful. Like, oh, that's pretty to me. Like, it makes sense that those words resonate with me. I mean, look. Even the as, line that you mentioned, the uh, the one about, like, the, the where he's saying the sun is shining. Yeah. And if you hurry, you can get a ray on you. That's, that's cute. That's a great like, line. That, I, I like some of the lyrics sure. to this. But but that, he he actually reminds me of Stevie Wonder in a way. Um, and I'm not comparing them talent-wise or anything like that. What I'm saying is, um, and Prince sometimes had this problem where it either their lyrics were so good even if they were cheesy they were just so good just like that's good and clever or cool but then every once in a while they'd hit a line that's just like oh for real why'd you say that (laughs) why'd you say that right and uh i think he does the same shit it's like a lot of times he's really poetic real cool appropriate for the song but then sometimes it just he goes a little too far over that cheese line adds a little too much extra cheese there's a whole lot of extra cheese that sure. happens on this album but absolutely there for is. those yeah, reasons for for the moments in the lyrics and for the jazz samba feel and i also like the the the, the background padding right um it's nice and i mean like overall like in the, I'm good right now for just a second. And uh, overall, the musicality of it is cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a well done tune. Um, sh- let's let's do what we have started to do, and mention those who are making the sounds. Oh yeah. I mean, now he's... on this album, it's a little harder though, because everybody's listed as a composer. Ah yeah. Versus. You know, yeah. so and so on. I think this is the record where he started working with this specific guitar player, if I'm not mistaken. This was one of the records where it was like, it wasn't necessarily the, the whole band that he had been working with for a while. And he started working with this one guitar player who showed up on every subsequent album. And I'm trying to figure that part out because... This album is very guitar heavy. All I was able to find was just credits... You know, in the credits, and it's everyone's just listed as a composer. As composers? Yeah, but let's see. Posers. Posers. Composers. Composers. You're such a composer, bro. Oh, you know, really quickly, we're talking about this and we're doing Jamiroquai. I just want to say really quick, a lot of times people think that Jamiroquai is simply the one guy whom you see singing. No. Um, That guy 
is in fact the lead singer. His name is JK. Yeah. But Jamiroquai is actually a band. Uh-huh. It is a group. It's, it's a collective not just of musicians that one that, person. That JK brings together, but right. it's an entire, it's his band. It's Jamiroquai is the band. It's not that dude with the hats. But most people like think when they think Jamiroquai, they think that it's just that one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just wanted to like point that out. Like, hey, you know, Jamiroquai is actually a band. Did, was it you that told me they ran into somebody that thought that Queen was just no? That was my brother. Thought that he he knows somebody that thought Queen was that dude. Queen was Freddie Mercury. Queen is just that guy. There are people who feel that. There are people who like the front person, the lead person. Yeah. is that. That's silly. That is the That's complete silly. representation of whatever that is. But it's also one of the reasons that all of these Jamiroquai records are so different. Um, he, they, they kind of go in like little blocks of two or three and they'll all like the two of them will sound very similar and the next two will be similar to each other, but they will be different from the first two. Uh, it's because he's bringing in all these other hey. musicians and he's got all these different, uh, influences coming in. Got him. You got them. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, why don't you read off these credits? So I just want to talk about the musicians who made the songs that I both found something to appreciate and did not find something to appreciate. Um, regardless of that, you guys put in, these guys put in some hard work. Sure. So they definitely deserve to be acknowledged. Definitely. So as I mentioned, JK is our front man, vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, on guitar for this album was a gentleman named Rob Harris. On drums, Derek McKenzie. Keyboard, Toby Smith. Uh, bass, Nick Fife. And on percussion, Sola Akingbola. Interesting. Uh, and there's no horn players listed there. No. And there's horns all over this record. I wonder if they're just studio cats. I was going to say, I wonder like if it was a, like programming. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, I mean, they've got some really great horn patches these days. Sometimes you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Indeed. You know? So it could very well be that. Not but, to not to discredit any musicians course. who may have actually done this. Unfortunately, at what we've done ver, uh, via the interwebs, right. has not, we've not been able to find you. If you yeah. hear this and you feel discredited, let us know. We will happily shout Hit you out up. and acknowledge you. Absolutely. Because we want to do that. Yeah. And also, I'm, I, uh, you may not have felt the same way. Like I said, when I first heard this record, it, it really had to grow on me. So, uh, and maybe I just haven't had enough time for it to grow on. I'm not mad at the fact that that it's not your favorite. Uh, What's the next one you want to hear? The next tune I want to talk about is uh, the song that I really dig. Yeah. Main vein. This song is actually one of the reasons I gave you the record. 
is because the background singer on this record is putting in work. So, did you ever find out who that singer is? That's a part of the reason that I like this song. That's a part of the reason that this song gets a, a yeah from yeah, me or, a, or a yeah. And a it mention. trucks. It trucks. It moves. It moves. Uh, it's really funky. Uh, there's a lot of action. It's a dancer. Mm-hmm. And then when she comes in and does her thing, it's like, all right, I'm oh, here yeah. for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, the woman that you hear, the dynamic voice, is a young lady named Beverly Knight. Beverly Knight. Where do she, I know her from? She is also a singer who does her thingamajigam. Um, I don't think she's had any singles of note. Really? So yeah. So has she put out anything that has she put out anything that I can listen to? Because if she hasn't, that's uh, that's a bummer. Because she's pretty amazing. So she's done her own thing. She cut a debut uh, when she was like seventeen. Huh. Uh, called the B Funk. Interesting. The B Funk. The B Funk. All right. Um, I don't know that one, but I know her voice from somewhere. And then after that, she's kind of did. She did a collaboration with Redman. Really? On uh, Greatest Day and no, I I'm sorry. I knew I and heard make this it woman's back. voice. I knew I heard this woman's voice somewhere else. Oh yeah, Make It Back '99, a collaboration with yeah. U.S. rapper Redman. Yeah, I knew I heard her voice somewhere else. That's interesting. Okay, uh, so that might be where you where yeah, you got her, yeah. where you heard her from. But yeah, and also the bass line on this tune. It's a good one. It's a repetitive one, but it moves. It trucks this song right along, man. This whole thing is, is, is it's a, a nice, mover. It's a nice, yeah. funky little tune. Yeah. Um, this was the highlight yeah. of the album I would, for me. I would agree. This song and maybe like one or two other ones are the reasons that this album grew on me. And especially the ending part with... Uh, with the when it switches to major and they start and the the background vocalist yes. is singing yes it's great yeah it's great yes this is a good song the uh-huh. background make this song the background and the musicians make this song what it is still a whole lot of cheese lots of cheese still but a, a whole good lot theme, of simple syrup very good theme on this out on this particular song uh you know what are you gonna do to stop me this time like I'm still going to keep coming. I'm still going to keep going. And I mean, he just put out a record last year, right? He did. did yeah. He? Yeah. Yeah. With like an electronic cat, which is very hip. Dude, I'm surprised. There's a lot of, there's a lot of musicians out here still putting out music that I didn't realize. I'm yeah. Surprised by that. Yeah. And you and know I, what? And I'm not I, I mad at all of it. That. I'm not mad at all of it no, either. No, I'm not mad at anybody's effort. It might be one. showing my age, but like I am enjoying aging with my favorite childhood musicians, you Bet. know? It's cool. It's, it's cool to like find musicians that you really dig and to watch them evolve mm-hmm. and see where they go as they grow. You know what I mean? As yeah. we grow, type of thing. And while uh, he started out in a, in like kind of a funk pop thing, he evolved into a, a, a funk disco thing, and then he was like he was experimenting with a lot of uh, electronic stuff. What's the next tune you want to try or you want to listen to? Love Philosophy. Bye. 
Well, this song is the epitome of all the cheese and the simple syrup. Love philosophy that I talked about. This song was just fun. Mm-hmm. So song, strictly because it's fun and goofy to me, uh-huh. it's a mention. This song is one of those ones that is just unabashedly disco. So I, I skip it. It's not as funky as I'd like it to be. It's just, it's just super duper disco. It's so disco that it's goofy. It's just a fun, goofy tune. Sure. This entire album, to be perfectly honest, I'm not a fan of this album. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of cheese. It's a cheesy album, I think. Um, it's all disco. It's too disco for me. I think I may have appreciated back in I may have appreciated it more back in the day if I had listened to it when it was originally released or right. to. Sure. But Sybil of 2019 is not here. <laughs> is not here for it. Um, yeah. So, so this album was a little to... difficult for me. I'll be honest with you, bro. I'm not happy that you gave me this. It was a little really? difficult. Really? Not happy? Yeah, man. It was cheesy. Man. It was so cheesy, man. Like, there was... I had to I, The I amount had to of cheesy shit moments. that you've given me... Oh, whatever. Sometimes but, cheese is delicious. And this is the kind of... Again, I get it. I understand. Sometimes cheese is delicious. I'll admit. I get it. It's not for everybody. It had to grow on me. Uh, and, and I still skip... This is one of the songs I skip. I still skip a lot of the tunes on this record. But uh, the background vocalists, the arrangements, and a lot of these funky bass lines on this record. Who's the guitar player one more time? Rob Harris. Rob Harris. He's all over this record as well. And uh, I think he's I think he's the best guitar player that I've heard in Jamiroquai's band. He's my favorite guitar player across any one of these albums. Okay. Yeah. That's a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, For instance... Uh, Real quick, shout out to a song called Stop, Don't Panic. His work on that particular tune is really, really great. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, so if you had to grade the the Jamiroquai album Funk Odyssey from September 11th, 2001, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> what, uh, what grade are you going to give it? Be honest. Everybody. Folks. Peebles. Peebles. <laughs> what are other synonyms? Wait, what are other synonyms Everyone, we can use? <laughs> all of you. You guys. You people. You folks. Um, Who are you calling you people? Right? Can't even say that. You. No. You guys. Nope. Y'all. Nope. I'm Southern. Y'all. 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 <laughs> this album was rough for me. It was rough. It was rough for me, man. Oh, it was. Man, I'm sorry. It was. It was uh, the dis the the super disco. Just I nah. Like my headspace has not been this in a mm. very long time. So my palate has been on other shit. So sure. to have this, the only way I can explain it is like if you've been. I can only imagine like if you've been like vegetarian for like three months. Uh huh. And then somebody brings you like. A bacon steak meal. Oh, word! So this is like completely left field from what you're. Yeah, into you know right what I'm saying. Now. Like, there's, there might be, you might enjoy like a bite or two, but overall, you're like, mm, yeah, more highly mm. heard food analogies. Um, so I'm gonna give this album a D. A D. I'm gonna Holy give it a shit. D because I do appreciate Beverly Knight. Uh-huh. I do appreciate uh, the musicality. Um, I do have a couple moments where the lyrics make me smile or at least bring yeah. pleasant images. 
Um, I do kind of feel like if it yeah. wasn't a skinny white boy that made this album, you would have liked it a lot more. I'm going to say no for 6,000, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to give this record a solid B. Other Jameer Kwai albums definitely get an A or an A plus from me. But like you said, this one is very disco. Um, but it's also got some really nice singing on it, man. And some really beautiful lyrical moments and orchestral moments and very nice arrangements. This record has some fun tunes on it. There's a couple skippers. but There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of skippers, bro. But man, there's a lot of just unabashed fun on this album. And that's something Jameer Kwai has always been good for. And he's also, he's low-key political, too. If you listen to his albums, he's got a few tunes that are like low-key revolutionary. And uh, I, I just want to say that, that if too. I got a, if if there's a bunch of skippers on an album, it's not a good album to me. Just to I me. didn't say a bunch. I said there's a couple. But I feel like there's a bunch. There's no, not for me. That's what I'm saying. For me. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna give it a solid B. So we got a B and a D. A B and a D. Oh, oh. And for the Yusuf Kamal album, Black a plus Focus, all across the a board. A plus across the board. Uh, I think both albums are worth a listen. Uh, Everything that we listen to here, if we've taken the time to listen to it, we're definitely going to suggest that you take the time to listen to it. Please. So please yeah. check out these artists just because, you know, we feel one way or the other. You guys obviously are your own folks. Nah. You will have also, your own opinions. We'd love to hear them. No one sets out to make a bad album. No, Remember no. Remember that. Like, Everyone's effort is respected. This is, this is something that was in somebody's heart that they're trying to share with us. So while I respect the fact that, uh, you know, I respect the fact that you gave it a D. You know what I'm saying? But that my, I, I give it a B. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, check out both the records, uh, especially that Yusuf Kamal album. My God. Please do. They're, I mean, really. If you're into jazz, if you're into fusion, these young cats are cats you need to be up on. You need to check them out. Sybil Chanel, where can people find us if they want to? People, if you want to find us, if you want to suggest albums or communicate with us, whatever the case, you can find us on Instagram at Highly Heard. You can find us on Facebook at Highly Heard as well. You can find us on Twitter at Heard Highly. Because Highly Heard was taken. Rawr. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just yeah. look us up. Just just Google Highly Heard. We're there. Uh, we'll we're come up. And uh, if your if your preferred podcast listening port does not have us yet, uh, hopefully we'll be coming to it soon. Uh, beautiful friends, this has been Highly Heard, episode 15. Folks, we appreciate you taking out time to listen to us, to give us your feedback. We dig it. We want more of it. We're going to keep doing this. We are highly heard. We dig for music, so you don't have to. Peace. Mouthpiece is where we need to be. Right up on your mouthpiece. That's what she said. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you end that. That's what yeah. she said. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Done. What can you say after that? Actually, <laughs> Not a damn nothing. thing. And if you can get a couple of your friends to pop up and harmonize with right, you at the same you time. Really killed it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> and then walk off. That's how you quit your job. You know what? <laughs> I fucking quit. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you got to end it with the. <laughs>
That's what sells it. <laughs> I agree. I agree.